Hey guys, welcome to your spring break, right? Yay! Yes. <laughs> You're two weeks off of small group. I don't know what you're going to do with your Tuesday night, your Wednesday night, Thursday night. You know, the sky's the limit here this week, guys, as we jump into spring break. Sky's the limit. Yes. But as we are taking two weeks off, we thought we'd have a uh, a unique opportunity to maybe talk to you guys something outside of the what's coming up this weekend and maybe help you prepare to finish strong in the rest of this small group year. But before we jump into that real quick, we have the party with a purpose coming up. And I want to thank six of you. Uh, apparently not Beth or I. But no, no, not us. But six, six of you amazing, amazing leaders. Groups, yes. Yeah, that have already filled out and signed up. What you're going to be bringing for as far as basket wise for the party with a purpose. I just want to encourage the rest of you uh, to go online, fi- fill out, let us know what you want to do. That way, we won't have duplicate baskets. And also, I just uh, as much as I can, I could really use some help with the party with a purpose. The main deal is, is uh, I have a small circle of influence and. Uh, looking for other people to have a small circle of influence or a big circle of influence to reach out to the people they know and see if we can maybe get some cool donations coming in that we can use to help raise money for a great cause of uh, being a church that's here, there, and everywhere. So uh, we have a letter that's available. It'll be in linked into the email that you can use to, to hand to somebody and to be able to, um, they can use this for a tax deduction and all that kind of stuff. But please help us out with this. Let us know. Think through yourself, maybe outside the basket. Is there something that a service or a gift that you could provide that we can auction off? And who else do you know that could possibly do that? Uh, It's coming up. It's May 18th and 19th. So we're just two months away. And also there's an opportunity if you in your small group would like to come and volunteer for those parties. We would love to have you. And you could just reply to this email with that, uh, if you guys are able to serve on either the seven, the eighteenth or nineteenth, the Saturday or the Sunday, we'd really, I mean, we we need you, but this would be good for your group. And we have this places that are going to be fun to serve. So fun. Just, you can email me direct at Tim at Go to Crosspoint, and we can talk about it too. Uh, email Beth. So let's just help us out with that. Yes. That being said, uh, Beth, we were talking this this week about you know knowing that we're in this last quarter now of small groups, what are some things that opportunities that we might have to make sure that we can finish strong? And I think Beth came up with some great pointers. So I'm going to hand off the podcast now. (laughs) That's terrifying, (laughs) but um, just want to encourage you guys as we're in our last quarter of small groups that uh, just ways and fun, exciting tips to help you guys stay motivated and um, be really intentional with your group. As we wrap up, we have 10, 9, S- seven. 7, whoa, 7, only yeah. 7 weeks. And so we want to use this time to just really um, encourage you guys. Yep. And so we just came up with some tips um, kind of over the years that we've uh, used that have helped us stay motivated. And so... Um, the first one. Yeah. That's usually where you start. So huh? that's usually where we start. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. Um, so just a a tip for, uh, small groups as you guys jump back in, in two weeks, the first meeting, I would just set the tone, the, um, of what you want the small group to be. So, uh, kind of encourage everyone that this is the time we're going to be here. You know, make sure you guys do your homework. If you didn't get to attend weekend services. Make sure you watch the video. Just things like that. What you guys um, set week one is usually what will come forth through the rest of the group. And so you just be encouraged in that. Be a reminder. You know, we might have forgot 18 weeks ago what it was. And so you just reset the tone. Um, 
Another really good tip to keep your group motivated and excited to come is to send a text or an email the day before about what's going to happen. And so that a lot one, of you guys are already doing this. Yes. But don't just think because, oh, my group, we're solid 19, 20 weeks into small group season. They already know the drill. Don't just nice, friendly reminders in keyword friendly. Well, yeah, reminders. friendly, friendly reminders, but communication is key. And so if you don't send an email or text message, they might think it's group back on or what's going on. And so just that constant communication the week before. And honestly, it generates excitement. And for those of us that are just busy, it kind of helps us like, oh, yeah, we have a group tomorrow and just something to look forward to. Um, uh, Just an encouragement personally from me of when your group doesn't show up to uh, people in your group don't show up, don't take it personal. It's not uh, against you that they're not there. You know, it's for lots of reasons. It's uh, health. It's tired, you know, kids, school, work. Um, It's not, I don't like you, my small group leader, so I'm not going to be there. And so if we don't take it personal, then we could respond in a different way. And so um, one of the ways I would encourage you when you have people that don't show up, but to check in on them, but not a, hey, why weren't you here or what's going on, but more of a, how can we help you? You know, if they're sick, it's your kids need to get picked up from school or their meals that need to be delivered. How can we genuinely care for you? And when you're not here, it's different and we miss you. And so there's mm-hmm. value and you place value in them. And so they don't feel guilted, but they actually, they feel missed and it, it's genuine. Be real you know, and be super authentic in it. I think too, if, and when it comes into, again, hopefully by now you have developed a relationship mm-hmm. and, and uh, there in your group is a community. And so if we're doing proper pre-notification per se, if we're doing proper kind of like, Hey, reminders, we shouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. by somebody not showing up. My deal is, is if I'm kind of surprised from taking off guard because I thought they were coming, we've had a conversation. So I'm not going into the group blind but rather, right, I know who's going to be here and who's not. Um, if I have someone that no-shows me, I'm, there, there's a problem. So something's wrong because they usually were talking. So this is just where communication will build on itself. So hopefully you're not surprised by somebody who doesn't show it. If you are surprised, then there's probably a reason why. And you should, you should find out. <laughs> yeah, find out and seek it out. And yeah. then um, for us, if they miss multiple weeks um, for what various reasons and you don't know what those reasons are, then this would be a great time to contact your coach um, and just to let them know so that maybe one of us can do a follow-up and just to check in and see how they are. And then um, for groups, one of the best tips and advice I ever got was actually from Tim. Don't tell him, but Mm, he said... Different Tim. It was. It was Timothy James. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But it was create the group that you want to be in. Mm-hmm. And so you have to create, if you're, you want a quiet, peaceful group, then create that group, create that ambiance, set that tone. You know, if you want a group that's kind of more outgoing and, and loud or silly, then create that group. Uh, you want high community and to spend time and invest in one another, then be the lead for that. Yep. So if, if this is a group you would want to go to, most likely others are going to want to go to it. And so that's the group and the tone that you create it. 
Um, and with that, always it's you want it to just be super welcoming. You know, sometimes at the seven o'clock hours, people are coming in, we're hungry or we're tired or different things are happening. And it's like small group, you know, we want we don't want them to feel like an inconvenience. And so we want people just to feel welcomed. And that welcoming thing will continue to have people to want to come. And then um, this is kind of cheesy, cheesy encouragement, but model excitement. If you you are an example to them as leaders. And if you are excited about small group and not just about small group, but about community and the relationships you're developing and getting to know Jesus more and digging deeper in with your relationship with Jesus, and you're excited about that, genuinely excited, others will be too, you know, and it is exciting, right? It's so exciting to dig deeper and to know Jesus and to grow in our faith and to watch others grow in your faith. And that's exciting. And this isn't like ho-hum stuff. <laughs> it's, Sound effects too, guys. We, we have it welcome. all here. So if you model that excitement, that excitement is going to be transferred over in through your group. Yeah. And then I'm just waiting for Tim to chime in. <laughs> I was just green. <laughs> he yeah. was agreed. Okay. Um, one of the things that I really appreciate in small groups and one of the things that I've learned over the years, um, if you're distracted easily, you need to find a way to not be so distracted. <clears throat> and so if there's lots of stuff going on, especially during prayer time or, you know, movement or things like that, and people are sharing if they feel like they're not a priority in that moment, they're going to be less likely to share. And so if there's dogs barking or just different things, it might prevent people from sharing, you know? And so you want to get out as many distractions as possible so that the people in your group feel like for those two hours, they are the priority. Well, and (coughs) I think all this boils down to something that's far greater for us is what we desire to do inside small groups is we are not trying to create an event to attend, but rather trying to, we're trying to create a community to belong to. Mm-hmm. And so if you are looking at um, small groups as just a mere two hour obligation, then that is what you are going to receive back from your group. And it'll, yeah, it'll and feel it, like that. It'll feel like that to the rest of your group. Now I'm not saying that these, everyone in your small group has to be your best friend. I'm not saying that you have to, contact them every single day. I'm not saying all of that kind of thing. We all have different bandwidths. Some of our leaders, you guys have time and you have the space and you even have the gifting where you can make that happen. For other ones of us, we don't. But what I am saying is, is that the care, the love that we share with our people should extend past the actual event of the mm-hmm. small group. Mm-hmm. And so once we start doing that, the, you, there are people that God has placed underneath us. will see that. They'll experience that. They'll feel that. And then they themselves will start to extend that. Um, try to find as many ways as possible that you're in, when you're inviting your group into community, that means that we're, the community is caring for itself. So mm-hmm. you're, there's a leader. You're, you're not making all the phone calls. You're not doing all the email reminders. You're not bringing all the meals. You're not doing all that because you're generating that, fostering that with inside the community. Once you start doing that, and, and here at the end, this is when we really can see it. Because now the walls have been broken down, the trust has been built. Now we can really start capitalizing on these things and using that. And then <clears throat> if that's been established, it doesn't take a ton to keep it going. It's kind of like a flywheel. Once that flywheel kind of gets moving along, then you can carry that momentum through breaks, through summers, through things like that. And it's a really beautiful thing. 
Um, and I just encourage you as much as you can to do this, to, you know, uh, a lot of practical stuff. We talked about how to make this stuff happen. Um, but really kind of making sure that we work our work our way towards that, you know, the group should be focused on Jesus and us. Mm-hmm. And so this idea that we're, we're focused our time or attention upon Jesus, but also upon us. And so how are we seeing Jesus intersect into our lives and, and making a big deal of that? And I want to encourage you guys, you guys are doing a great job. You, um, the stories we hear, the things we see, the um, way that you love on each other so very well is evident. And so I want to encourage you guys that you're doing a great job. No wasted effort. Yeah. That, that this is a beautiful thing. And especially thinking to last week, just that eternal mindset, you guys have that. And so we, as leaders over here on this side, we appreciate it more than you will ever know. Yeah. Thank you guys. Enjoy your uh, spring break. Uh, We hope that you have some time to relax and that we jump back into the spring quarter uh, with excitement and purpose. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.